This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, and welcome to Score Values on 670 The Score. I'm Sean Anderson. On today's show, I'll be speaking with the marketing director of the Douglas 18, Shannon Waldron, and you'll hear from former Bears tight end Zach Miller about his post-playing life. Welcome to Score Values. I'm Sean Anderson. Today, I'll be interviewing Shannon Waldron, the marketing director of the Douglas 18. How are you doing today, Shannon? I'm good, Sean. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, within Douglas Park, 1401 South Sacramento Drive, Chicago, Illinois, 60623, the Douglas 18 miniature golf course just recently opened up back in August. How's the launch been so far, Shannon? The launch has been wonderful. We've uh, been welcomed by the community and uh, uh, local surrounding organizations, businesses, uh, as well as politicians. So the, the grand opening has been great. Yeah, this is very an interesting project because I know this was designed by teens and it's currently at the Douglas uh, Golf Facilitated and this was abandoned at some point. Uh, there seems to be a lot of moving parts and let's just start with the idea. How did you get involved and uh, when, when, how did you help uh, facilitate this, uh, this golf course? Absolutely. So, as you mentioned, this has been a uh, a collective and ongoing process since 2018, uh, led by Lincoln Park Zoo, as well as uh, some other partners, Eric Kotchkis, Hayman Cross, Sheila McNary, uh, the Trust for Public Land, and then, of course, Chicago Park District. So, uh, they decided that they were going to redevelop this uh, miniature golf course that had been sitting vacant for years. Uh, they wanted to involve local uh, youth. Uh, they wanted them to not only... Uh, do the research and development, but also uh, design the holes themselves. So once that process was done, we were actually ready to launch last year. But uh, as you all know, the pandemic put a halt to things. So then uh, the focus then became on marketing and presenting the golf course uh, for a successful grand opening. Uh, hence where I, I myself came in. I also brought a group of young teens, 10 teens uh, within a local uh, community to basically build our social media platform up, create these marketing strategies to uh, pitch the golf course and to create a successful grand opening. So uh, that's how I've been brought in. It's been such a rewarding experience. Uh, I'm also a a local uh, resident. So just to be a part of my community and to also lead a group 
uh, within this uh, movement and project has been so self-rewarding. Absolutely. Before we get to you know some of the teens that helped design this, uh, the the idea that this all stopped during COVID, what was that like when when this started shutting down, and then when did you guys start getting back at it uh, to open in August? Sure. So as you know, uh, I, I'm a, I don't know if you're a golfer like uh, myself, but the golf season in Chicago was always kind of weird and quirky. So uh, we only had a few months, really, until the end of October, uh, the summer, and uh, to the end of October, to uh, to open this golf course up. So again, once the the pandemic hit and that was put on hold, uh, it, it could have we could have taken it as a small letdown, but. Uh, the group uh, really looked at it just as more time to make sure things were done right, uh, to make sure that our eyes our were dotted and our T's were crossed. So uh, we took it in stride. I mean, uh, considering uh, everything that was going on during that time, we took it in stride, and, and I'm sure the group will say they uh, they made the most of it and the best of it. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that there's an important person in uh, Heyman Cross the third, uh, the artist that helped develop this course. How did him and the teens work together to design this 18-hole miniature golf course? So, uh, it's something that I, I you know I, I actually just came in to know. There is uh, the the park itself serves as a bird oasis for over 200 species of birds. So while this uh, idea of uh, redeveloping the miniature golf course came about. Heyman, as well as some of the other partners, uh, thought it would be great if they tied in uh, the significance of uh, birds and uh, the role that they play uh, on our ecosystem. So uh, the theme was one of the uh, focal points that Heyman and Eric really put together and, and wanted to make sure that the students and local partners uh, knew what was going on and knew the purpose behind the miniature golf course in addition to it being a safe space and uh, a family uh, fun uh, zone for folks to enjoy. Uh, the bird tie-in was super huge. Uh, Heyman and Eric uh, spearheaded that. Uh, they researched over hundreds of species of birds. Uh, and then from there, they uh, they began designing the holes themselves. And I, I love to include context, right? Uh, con- uh, imagine uh, Eric and Heyman being in a basement of Douglas Park, working with these students uh, uh, day in and day out, uh, creating these holes out of paper mache, cardboard boxes, uh, until we sent them to the manufacturer to actually be installed. So, uh, just to give you just a small uh, view of what was taking place, it was a really one of those long, ongoing projects uh, that is so beautiful to actually see come to fruition. That's Shannon Waldron, the marketing director of the Douglas 18 at the Douglas Park Cultural Center over at 1401 South Sacramento Drive, Chicago, Illinois. 60623. You're listening to Score Values here on 670 The Score. Shannon, you mentioned you were a golf fan, and I was looking up reviews of the place, and the one review you guys have on Google uh, is a three-star review because the guy shot a minus one um, on the golf course. I'm assuming this is a grown adult with an internet connection, um, but how would you explain the course? I'm I'm assuming it's for younger audiences and not guys that are trying to shoot under par. <laughs> I mean, it can be, honestly, it's a very challenging course. I don't know uh, who, who this gentleman was. Maybe it was, uh, uh, I don't know. It, it could have been Rory. Check to see if this person wasn't a professional golfer. Because I got to do better research. Challenging. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very challenging. Uh, but uh, more than anything, it's, it's super informative. Again, and uh, hopefully, uh, just from hearing my story, they know and everyone who attends uh, the golf course knows everything that went into it. 
Uh, it's really one of those uh, family fun places uh, located here in the west side of Chicago and North Lawndale that we hope to grow as a main attraction. So uh, I wouldn't be discouraged if uh, going off of reviews, this is something that you should definitely experience yourself, uh, bring your A game and, um, May the course be with you is what we say. Absolutely. And I love the idea of uh, bringing in the natural elements of the birds and all that research that went done. But also, uh, can you speak to the um, actual playing surface? Because you see all these bright reds and these bright blues and these yellows. Um, what's it like being on that course and, and seeing these different patterns? And obviously, you know, you're not you're not seeing the usual greens out there. So uh, the the colors, everything from the colors to the obstacles uh, to the whole designs themselves, uh, again, they uh, they all have been themed after the particular assigned bird for that hole. So we, there's hole signage uh, on each hole that explains uh, a little bit about the bird, uh, why the design is the way it is, and then of course highlighting the the, the team designer themselves. Uh, so again, it's not your typical mini golf course uh, with so much uh, natural components tied into it. Uh, again, once you really kind of uh, understand uh, what went into the hole and why it was designed a certain way, people have to have a uh, find a newfound appreciation for it, for sure. Absolutely. That's Shen Waldron, the marketing director of the Douglas 18 at the Douglas Golf Course over at 1401 South Sacramento Drive in Chicago, Illinois, here on Score Values. Shannon, final question I have for you is when people visit, uh, what, what can they expect price-wise and, and you know, what can they expect, you know, how long do you think it takes to, to run through the 18? So price-wise, uh, it, it varies. Uh, we're, we're offering local discounts for uh, local residents as well as seniors and children. Uh, but typically on the weekend, our, our, our price is uh, five bucks. Uh, again, uh, probably takes about an hour to get through uh, entire 18 holes. Uh, we offer drinks, libations, food for for the residents uh, or for the attendees as well. Uh, but expect the unexpected. Uh, come uh, soak up some of uh, uh, Chicago's. Uh, I, again, this is a, a beautiful attraction here. I think that doesn't get its uh, just due. Again, it's, it's um, 18 holes of fun. It's 18 holes of uh, so much love and passion that went into this. Uh, come check it out. It's one of those things you have to experience yourself. And, again, we're, we, we will be open until the end of October. So hopefully we, we look to see you guys sooner than later. Absolutely. That's Shannon Waldron, the marketing director of the Douglas 18. Shannon, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me, Sean. Monday through Friday on 670 The Score, Danny Parkins and Matt Spiegel host 2 to 6 p.m. On their show on Friday, former Bears tight end Zach Miller joined the show to talk about his post-playing life and his music career that he started after his tragic career-ending injury. Here's Zach Miller explaining how he first got into music on Score Values. I mean, I got a guitar when I was in college, and I thought that was just like something to do in the meantime, but I probably really didn't say like creatively really intently starting to write until I got hurt to be honest with you yeah so you had some time was it was it during that downtime after getting hurt where you did you find some inspiration or at least some motivation to keep playing guitar and maybe write a little bit yeah it was more so writing uh I was playing the guitar and just doing you know picking songs that I liked on the radio and learn how or learn how to play them um but writing my own stuff 
was sort of an outlet, I guess, at that point. I, I really had nothing to do, and that was kind of my escape. So I turned to uh, I turned to writing and and kind of started going down that road, and here I am. Well, these these songs are upbeat. I was hoping as a lot of love in there, nice little love story. Um, but w- w- was there was there some down? Was there some like sort of stuff that came out of the sadness or the the concern or the anxiety of the injury? Because that that could be very motivating oh, yeah. for writing. You got you got some I- down numbers in there. Yeah, I do. I got a bunch of stuff. Uh, I got some stuff on the way just that I've been, I've probably not written probably 50, 60 songs, um, you know, and half of those will come to light and probably half of those that come to light will be good enough to even think about producing and half of those will come to light will even be good enough to, to put out to the public. So it's just that getting everything off your chest type of thing. So I got a lot a lot of other things that I've been writing and working on that it's really um, kind of that growth process of me writing things that I've done, writing things that I want to do and and just going there in between. So still working on the sound, working on the creativity of, of trying to make it all, uh, make it all work and put it together. Zach, you said you started writing when you got hurt and it was obviously a very serious, gruesome injury. How dark of a place did you get to in the aftermath of that? Uh, the darkness was early in that, in that stage. Right. You know, I talk, uh, you know, to a couple of people, I think those first probably three, three days, four days were the, the turning point where you know, I had the, the, the woe is me issues. Um, you know, the, why is this happening? All the questions and things that, uh, were running through my mind. And then I just got to a point where I had to accept what it was, you know. So after those those first three days, I just I knew that it wasn't going to go away, and I had to kind of accept what what was going to come from it, and and that was really it. But you know, I go back to I got some sad songs, right? And I got some things that I've that I've written that uh, are inspired by uh, not directly that impact, but the the lingering effects of it, you know, the things they start and stop and things are going to go away and, and, uh, and understanding that nothing lasts forever, uh, in a sense. So it's a weird dynamic because, um, to have that happen has fueled this other, this other fire that I got. And I don't know if it would have trickled into what it is right now if, if that didn't happen in a sense. That's interesting. So you don't know that if you're taking music that seriously, if your football career would have ended more naturally. Right. And and it's more so because the, the lingering effects of where I'm at physically, um, they, I don't want to say limit me, but there's things I can't do. You know, coaching was a huge thing that I wanted to do. Uh, you know, after I, before I got hurt, you know, I figured when I got done playing, I'd go right into coaching and and still be around the game and do all that do all that, but it's not in like it's difficult for me to to be up and coach and do all those things from a physical standpoint, uh, just where I'm at, you know, for that extended period of time. So it it I don't want to say it pushed me in that direction, but it definitely kind of led me down that road, uh, just w- with how everything kind of happened. We're talking to former Bear tight end Zach Miller, who is getting more serious into the music game right now. You can listen to those tracks, zachmiller.herenow.com. 
Um, so where are you at physically? What are, what limitations do you have right now? Bears fans, I'm sure would be interested in hearing how you're doing. Oh man, I don't want to. I don't want to be. I'm fine, you know. Like life is good for me. I have wife and kids at home. Like everything's good physically. Yeah, I got issues, um, but as far as you know, where we're at in in today's day and age, like my my legs numb from the knee down. Uh, I got drop foot. Blah blah blah. Like that's that's just kind of where I'm at. I can get around and do my thing, but um, I don't want to. I don't want to turn that into a, a pity party for me. I don't think anybody hears it that way, man. Like it's you were you were out there and you gave a lot to the team and the city and people care about their bears and football's a yeah. br- it's a brutal game and no one's saying that you're saying like that it's you're comparing it to other problems in the world or anything like that or other but, problems from other football guys. We know everybody's got it tough. You yeah, know? but but that's yeah, so. I mean, if that, you can't feel your true. foot from the or your leg from the knee down, that's pretty serious, man. Yeah, I mean uh, the nerve damage, you know, that still lingers is my my legs numb from the knee down, and uh, I got I'd say maybe close to fifty percent of my motion back in my foot to be able to, you know, I can walk um, without wearing the AFO brace that I used to wear to actually hold my foot up. So uh, you know that's good and bad. I don't have to wear the brace anymore, but um, got the nerve damage and and all of that stuff, and you know the day to day stuff that that you sign up for playing, playing that game uh, that you love. But I didn't, you know, you never wanted to end the way they did for me, but that's, that's just kind of how life goes. So uh, things happen and you got to bounce back. So, so look at you transferring that motivation and that drive to music. If you've written 50 or 60 songs and you've gotten a couple <laughs> produced and I hear the production values on this thing, man, you're going for it. So, have you sent songs down to Nashville? You got people shopping them for you a little bit. I know how that oh, game yeah. works a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, when I started this thing, I'm all, I was all in. And to to be honest with you, uh, the guy who has produced those those first two songs, uh, he's he's an Illinois guy. He's from, he's down from Joliet, and his name's Colt Caparoon. He lives in Nashville now. And so I, that's where I recorded those two. I flew down to his studio, and we, we communicate off and on, obviously uh, picking songs and how we want to go production-wise. But then I fly down to his studio and uh, do vocals down there, and we, we get a game plan together. So that's my guy. And it just so happened that he asked, he was an uh, Illinois kid, and you know we had that uh, common that common ground. He's been a Bears fan for as long as uh, as long as he's known football. So we had. We had all that in common, and it just it, it worked out well for both of us. And I was happy for him to kind of take me on, I guess, because he it was unknown what what I was ever going to be musically, and he's super talented in his world. So it worked out really well, and he's done a great job so far. And we got more music on the way, so so that's cool. So that that the vocal, especially on the on the country song, sounds sounds really good. So what so what feels better, being in a vocal booth, hearing the band in isolation in your headphones and laying down a vocal track that's good enough, or rumbling for an eighty seven yard touchdown from uh, from Jay Cutler? Which one feels better, Zach Miller? I will tell you what, it's uh, it's it's two different worlds. And I and if I can be completely honest with you, and I've always I've always wanted to. The, the music world and the sports world, they have this this uh, where they crisscross, right? They're always blended. Every athlete wants to be a musician. Every musician wants to be an athlete. Uh, 
and not everyone, but I think most of us, we, we, everyone's listening to music pregame, right? And it's just this, it's just this crossover in these two worlds. The only thing that I think is a step ahead for me, adrenaline wise, and the feeling that you get is when you play sports, you have somebody else that you're competing against, right? There's somebody across the line that's trying to stop you. Uh, all your hopes and dreams and everything that you want to get done, there's somebody trying to take that away from you on the other side of the ball. So that competition, you you can't really replicate it in the music world. Now, you can compete on different different levels of, right, okay, this guy put out this song, he did this and this, and I want to do it better, but you don't get the direct competition. Like, you go up on stage and play music, there's nobody up there is trying to mess you up. So it's just you and yourself, right? So it's not like it's two different worlds. Um, and I think that's the only thing for me, having directly been in both, that is a step ahead is having the the adrenaline rush and the competition on the other side in the sports world opposed to I'm only competing with myself up on stage, if that makes any sense. It does. It's, it's more it's like a- golf that way or something, right? Competing yeah, with your yeah. own standard in that way. Yep. We're talking exactly. Zach Miller, former Bear tight end. You can listen to his song, ZachMiller.HereNow.com. You talked about, you know, uh, thinking that you were going to get right into coaching and, and being around the game. How much of the Bears have you followed and football have you followed since since leaving the game? Oh, man, I'm always following the Bears. Okay. That's, <laughs> um, that's a daily basis for me. Uh, you know, I feel like. Uh, that'll always be an extended part of my family. Um, just just being, you know, in that franchise and the way that things transpired with me through playing and then the way that it ended and the way that I was received after that, uh, that's going to be, you know, forever a part of, of myself and my family. So I'm always following them. I'm always keeping close tabs in, in communication with, uh, you know, a lot of guys and, and still uh, – you know, some people who are involved uh, in that organization. So I love uh, I love keeping tabs on them. I can't wait to, to see them get started. You're listening to Score Values on 670 The Score. Next up, you'll hear from Emily Smith, the co-founder of Female Strong. Female Strong is currently taking pre-applications for their Yay Chicago class of 2022. And in this interview, you'll hear how you can pre-apply. Yeah, so if they pre-apply to that that uh, survey monkey, then our program manager will be in touch with them within 24 hours. And the goal of that is really to set up their interview. So it's an interview process because we only have 50 slots. And so we get the girls interviewed. They fill out a, a little bit longer um application that then gets sent to the national headquarters in Rochester, New York, and they have to provide a couple things like transcripts and some of those pieces. But it's a pretty it's a pretty simple process, um, all things said. But there is a, there is an interview process, and one of our amazing female CEOs, you know, can schedule the virtual interview with them, and and that's really kind of you know then at that point they either get an accepted letter or you know waitlisted depending on you know where we are in the process. So the earlier they can apply, the better because you know, the chances that they'll get in is obviously significantly higher than if they wait to the last minute, right? Yes, absolutely. And to pre-apply, you can go to surveymonkey.com backslash R backslash yeah, Y-E-A dash Chicago 
dash pre dash application dash class dash of dash 2022. That's surveymonkey.com backslash r backslash yeah, Y-E-A dash Chicago dash pre dash application dash class dash of dash 2022. Final question, though, I have for you is what's the best business idea that someone's had out of yay, in your opinion, uh, out of your students and out of this uh, program? What, what do you think the best idea uh, has been? Sean, you can't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> well, well, you, can't you can give me some of your like favorites. <laughs> what are, no, what are some just, that come to mind? <laughs> some that, okay, so can I give you two? Absolutely. Can I give you two? Okay, because yeah. I can't play there's, favorites. There's probably a ton of great all, ones. There's so many good ones, and I won't I won't go on and on about it. But we had um, we had a girl Gigi who uh, she is in the foster care system, and so she is um, a young black girl in the foster care system, and she developed a book and hairline product um, to teach foster parents how to do you know black girl's hair, because that is something that she had always struggled with, right? So the ones that always move me are the girls that have a challenging circumstance, and they want to make it better for other people, right? So there's no, you know, there's no victim mentality or anything there. She's really just trying to educate foster parents on that. And so people don't go through the same circumstances as her. We had another girl, Alexandra, who developed Smart Alex because she kept seeing a lot of her classmates that would get in trouble with the law for small petty crimes. And so she developed this really amazing cartoon and licensed product that teaches kids about the law at a young age. So they know right and wrong and what's going to get you in trouble. And I just thought, Oh, my goodness. Like, doesn't everyone need this? Right. So there's been, you know, another one, Lauren, who created an app for food allergies. I mean, just what they come up with is just amazing. And so it's I invite everyone to join us for an investor panel next spring because it's really something incredible to see them in action. If there's a topic you'd like to hear about on a future edition of our show, or if you'd like to share information about an upcoming charitable event, send us an email at scorevalues670 at gmail.com. That is scorevalues670 at gmail.com. I'm Sean Anderson, and thanks for listening to this week's edition of Score Values on 670 The Score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 